Netcasts you love. From people you trust. This is Twit. Audio bandwidth for This Week in Tech is provided by Winamp for Android, the ultimate media player for your desktop and Android device, featuring wireless sync. Download it free at winamp.com slash Android. Video bandwidth for Twit is provided by Cashfly at C-A-C-H-E-F-L-Y dot com. This is Twit, This Week in Tech, episode 290, recorded February 27th, 2011. The whipped cream situation. This Week in Tech is brought to you by GoToMeeting. Face-to-face meetings are sometimes important, but they can be a hassle and a waste of money. Do more, travel less with GoToMeeting. For your free 30-day trial, visit gotomeeting.com slash twit. And by FreshBooks, the easy online invoicing service that gets you paid quickly and makes you look professional. Get started with a free package at freshbooks.com. And by Squarespace.com, the fast and easy way to publish a high-quality website or blog. For a free 14-day trial, go to squarespace.com slash twit. It's time for Twit, the show that covers all the tech news of the week. We chew it over, we mull it over, we perhaps send it to our second or third stomachs and, and, and chew it and mull it until it is finally formed into a paste, and then we make milk out of it. No, wait a minute, that's a cow. Joining us, and I'm sorry about that, and let me start all over again. This is just horrible. Take two. <laughs> <laughs> I never do that. Even the, dog was- <laughs> Even the dog was like, what the hell? <laughs> it's been three weeks, I'm a little rusty. It's time for Twit. Time to talk about the tech news of the week. I am back, and I want to thank Tom Merritt for uh, doing such a great job for me while I was gone. Episode 290. Now, I missed a couple, but boy, we have a great panel joining us right now, starting with Kara Swisher, who actually came to the studio I with did. her dog, Phineas. I did. Hello. Very nice. From allthingsd.com. He's the brains of the operation. Phineas is? Yeah. He's actually about the most adorable dog I've ever he is. seen. I, I really. Pound, and I urge everybody to adopt. Dogs. A rescue dog. Rescue dogs. Oh, is he a sweetie? Also uh, joining us, uh, um, uh, I'm sorry, Ayaz Akhtar. It's great to see you, Ayaz. Hi, guys. How are you doing? First time on Twit. Ayaz is a uh, writer for PC Mag and also hosts his own podcast called ThisOldNerd.com. Yeah. Occasionally, you'll see me on that other show, TNT. And a it's regular, a real regular on TNT. Mm-hmm. If you're an old nerd, what am I? Decrepit. I was thinking more of an internet time kind of oh. old because I've been doing this for about 20-something years now. Oh, that's pretty old. That's old. That's old. And also uh, joining us right now, Mr. Om Malik. He's home from his uh, travels all over. Uh, you were in New York for a while, I think. Just a day. Just a day? Yeah. So it's hardly worth it. Oh, it was totally worth it. <laughs> New York is always worth it. I love New York. GigaOm.com. So, Kara, you had the scoop yes. of the week this week because, uh, well, I, yeah, guess I guess it's last week this know. week. Whatever. You, uh, on All Things D, announced that Apple was going to announce the iPad 2 on March 2nd. You yes. stand by that? Because we, we've seen the invitation now. Yes, I think I'm standing by that. I there is a, a, a little curl. <laughs> of an iPad there, so I'm guessing it's yeah. an iPad. Yes, it is indeed an iPad. <laughs> but you knew that before the invite went out. I, 
Yes, that was. I was do you actually have? Scoop. Do you have people inside Apple who will tell you things? Well, you know, Steve Jobs is always at my house for dinner, but uh, no, no, no. no just, we have really good sources. You say Steve, have. raise one eyebrow if yes. you're going. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, we have really good sources all through everywhere. That's why we get so many good scoops on all things, Steve. But we uh, we spend thing. Uh, uh, we report. We do reporting. That's how we get those scoops. I know it's crazy, but that's there a you wacky have it. idea. Yeah. Is it? Do you find it difficult to get information out of Apple? Though? Uh, Come on, aren't I they? Have, uh, you know, it's like the Mount Everest of trying to right. get scoops, of course, and which is challenging. But people have climbed Mount Everest. We've had a couple good scoops when they bought that ad network. Uh, we had that one, and uh, you know, we've had a bunch of them. It's it's harder. It's definitely harder because the people there are more nervous to tell you things, and and justifiably, I suspect. Yeah, because their job is on the line if they yeah, get caught. Yeah, if they get caught. But you know, there's lots of ways to leak now. So that's thank you, Facebook. <laughs> Not thank you, Julian Assange. Thank you, well, Fa- you know, thank you, Mark I always Zuckerberg. Say, I always say that uh, Yahoo enjoys leaking through Gmail, which is always funny. You were at Yahoo. We're going to talk about what you mm-hmm. found out from Yahoo, too, yes. in just a little bit. Um, so iPad 2, do, do your sources tell you anything about what that uh, iPad 2 might uh, I be? I think what John Pichkowski has been doing a lot of reporting on it. I think the camera is a for certain kind of thing. Now, uh, a camera in front or in back or I both? I think it's going to be both. I think it's going to be both. I don't see you agree, point. Ohm, a camera in back and in front? Sure, why not? <laughs> I mean, I, I don't have information. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, I could pretty much say for sure that they're going to have a front-facing camera because they're just trying to promote this ridiculous FaceTime thing. Uh, well, no, it's more for that, but more, more for it's actually better. The iPad is probably better for that kind of thing. Yeah, but 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 I think there might be some question about whether you put a like. Well, the Galaxy Tab has a, a real camera, but it's kind of right. weird right. to hold this big thing up and yeah. take a picture with it. Well, you know. Well, it seems like it would work a lot, a lot better for FaceTime. So when you want to show off somebody else doing something, you're holding up the ah. iPad. Yeah, you just switch cameras. Real, I mean, if if the iPod Touch already has it, I don't see why the iPad Two wouldn't. That's a good. It point. just seems like it's just it's just the natural evolution of this. I think they're looking for work for work. You know, that you use them at work as as networking. Oh, really? You know, for, I mean, as co- conferencing stuff. Conferencing. Yeah, I use GoToMeeting on the iPad. Actually, works pretty nicely. Right. And I guess if it had a camera, but that would be the front facing more than the. Oh, yeah, but I think it's just why. Why can who uses FaceTime here? Not me. I. I do. I as in Ohm, both do. Yeah. I don't. I only have Walt Mossberg on mine, and I don't really want to face time with him all the time. Though <laughs> 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 he's an excellent FaceTimer. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I. I. Who do you FaceTime? I as. Uh, my wife and my son. Uh, right now, we have a really odd living thing because I sold my house and now I have to work in manhattan but they live somewhere else so i, I get to see them during the week during facetime so it's kind of nice and uh the weird thing is that facetime seems to work better than skype a lot for well video i was for i was gonna say so you because that's what i would use skype for, for. Fam- oh skype for you know i use skype all the time to call family members my daughter and when she's out yeah. of the country or now and she's at college but i use it on a laptop but you're saying you like it on the form the phone form factor yeah, the weird thing is my, my kid, he's like eight months old. He'll grab the actual phone or something. He'll actually put it in front of his face. So he's actually playing with the oh. thing. He actually sees me and he can hear me very well versus a laptop where he can end up closing windows really fast right. by you know, just tapping like a, like a baby. Yeah. Uh, and, and the other thing is I use a MiFi instead of a regular phone. So I can use FaceTime really well, but Skype really is lousy right. on a MiFi. At least in New York it is. Right. Uh, so that's why I like FaceTime. FaceTime, FaceTime still actually, doesn't work on 3G. You have to use Wi-Fi, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Nothing we, changed we, we when would, I was we gone. We would use FaceTime. Megan oh. was just in Af- my partner. Megan is just in Afghanistan, and Skype didn't work. And I would have loved to use uh, FaceTime, but she works at Google, and they're apparently not allowed to have them. I'm not sure. <laughs> really? There's a. Scoop. I don't know. No, she doesn't use. She used to use an iPhone, and then suddenly it disappeared. And that Nexus. She has to do Android, huh? Yeah, apparently. I like the Nexus S. I'm happy okay. with it. It reboots randomly. Has, uh, has she noticed that? I don't think she would say it if she did. Oh yeah, because she works at that yeah. uh, the G word. 
Yeah. Om, how do you use FaceTime? They're my friends, my family. Really? Okay, yeah. so I stand corrected. I thought it was, I just thought, I can't imagine anybody using this. But I guess somebody does. At least two people on this panel. Yeah, I asked, made a good point. I think the, uh, the Skype client leaves a lot to be desired on the phone. So, so that gives Apple an a, a, a yeah. whole, an opportunity. It's actually, it's actually a very stable uh, video chatting tool. Very stable. What else will an iPad 2 have, Om? I have, listen, I actually have no idea given that I was traveling and I really didn't have the story. So I can't really comment. My wish list for the iPad would be uh, just more memory. Think, uh, more storage. It's, nice, it's got 64 stor- gigs. That's yes. a lot. You want more uh, than that? You know, I think that fills up really fast if you carry, let's mm-hmm. say, a season of some TV show. Right. And so, and it slows down as you have a lot of stuff on the on oh. the device. So I would like to, more memory would be my number one wish. Not more RAM, but more storage. More storage. More storage. Yes. Um, you know, a better network would be nice, but that's not going to happen in the U.S., so. Than AT and T, don't yeah. you think there'll be a Verizon iPad? I hope so, but I really would like to see it on, 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 on Sprint and T-Mobile as well because their their networks are actually better right now because they're not because nobody's crowded. using them. Well, that's that's <laughs> not quite true, but they actually have better networks for now. Yeah. So yeah. from a broadband perspective, so it would be nice to have more options. Kara, come on, you you know what else? I don't is it know. Have? I haven't seen it. Um, you know the idea whether it's going to have retina display. I think it's probably going to have a different body. It ain't going to have retina display because probably it no. would uh, it would add to the battery. Yeah. Uh, um, I think small. Drain. I think it'll thinner. I think thinner and smaller. Thinner and smaller and hipper. I think the Detroit model is what Apple's going on right now. What they need to do is make the old iPad look look old. So yeah. what do you do? You add fins. They did that with the iPhone. Yeah. You know what I mean? You you add add I don't think it's going to be as dramatic. Uh, a fix as the iPhone 4 and the iPhone 3 was, I, I it, suspect not. It, and, and people do legitimately complain that the uh, Kindle is so much easier to hold in bed when you're reading. Yeah, it would be nice if the thinner, iPad were thinner, thinner and, and more rounded. I sus- it's, it's you pretty, it's you agree, I ask? Well, what, what I would like the device to do, apart from the, the style change, that's going to happen no matter what, so it look, the old one looks outdated, right. is I'd like it to be, like when you take it out of the box, I don't want to have to sync it anymore. Like I just want to be able to just use it. Dream on, dude. That's Apple's model. It's the one thing. If I'm going to have a wish list, that's it. I just Dream want to be on. able to. That's the one thing Apple will never give up. Come on. They, want you, to, they want you to hook it up to the iTunes. Yeah. I mean, I can have iTunes right on the device, though. Like, I don't have to sync this thing up to do it. Maybe there's a some crazy way they can activate it wirelessly. Maybe if there just, were like this, somehow you could have a, uh, like a network that would go through the air and you didn't need wires and you huh. could like surf and wouldn't that be cool? So you're living in the future, Laporte. <laughs> you know, I think they, there's going to be a lot of iterations of this iPad over time because they, now, finally, there's competition mm-hmm. eventually. And so, you know, all these, these Android uh, tablets are going to be different in lots of ways, depending on which manufacturer is making them. So Apple's going to have to obviously uh, up the feature. Not just Android either. You've got the RIM yeah, playbook, so the RIM, which is very impressive. You've got, uh, uh, we don't know what HP is going to do, but there's presumably no, a WebOS no uh, device coming out. Yeah, so, I mean, I think that they, a lot of the, they're, they're going to have to keep competing and adding. I mean, obviously, they have, John wrote a story last week that said, you know, of the 4.5 million I, uh, tablets sold, Apple made 4.3 million of them. So, um, they have to differentiate themselves uh, and continue to innovate, I guess. Is is it, uh, I mean, it took, how long did it take for people to come up with iPhone competitors? A couple of years, at least. 
Yes. It's going to happen faster this time. Oh, definitely. There were so many at, uh, we called it TES, Tablet Entertainment right. Show. But they, what was interesting is you couldn't touch a lot of them because they were all in um, in glass. Well, in I, glass. W- I was, you know, everybody said the Zoom, the Motorola. And by the way, the Zoom is a terrible name. Yeah. Zoom, I guess. Yeah, they also or got sued Zoom, Zoom is, uh, but you couldn't touch it. You, you know, it was right. running a video of Honeycomb. That's so right. I was really kind of surprised that everybody said, oh, best of CES. Well, it was just a well, video so player got, from what back, we saw. In the back rooms you got to see. Did you get to go back? I and, didn't. I didn't. I know. Yeah, I've played with it since then, and I yeah. and uh, and it actually works, and it's nice. Yeah. And Honeycomb nice. is great. It's just you know, people who want to buy the iPad want to buy the iPad. It's just the same thing with the iPhone. Can someone succeed against the iPad? Is it is is it possible to compete against the iPad? Yes. Yes, it is. Of course, there'll be. It depends on what people want. I mean, we showed off a Dell uh, Streak at last year's D conference. Which I said was like a giant waffle because they kept. It's too big. They, well, it, it was not a. It was too big, too small for a tablet, and too big for a right. Phone. It's five inches. So I kept holding up to iron, calling it the waffle, but um, which wasn't the guy didn't like it too much when he did that. But they, um, you know, there'll be different kinds. There'll be tons and tons of different kinds, and that's you know, diversity is interesting to consumers. I think. Is it an issue if Apple changes the screen resolution? I mean, Apple. One of the advantages Apple has is they only have two screen resolutions to support. I guess they have three if you include the three GS. So maybe it isn't a disadvantage. I, you know, I think the big thing about about the tablet economy right now is that everybody else is playing Apple's game. They're all trying to catch up with Apple. So whatever Apple does this coming week will actually be a big leap forward compared to its its rivals. And it's not going to be little tiny features. It's going to be in the usability and the software you know, in how it does things, there will be new kind of software functionality built into it. I am guessing that would be the key differentiation. And that's how they're going to keep, you know, these other players guessing. I mean, I've used a couple of these uh, Android-based tablets. And, uh, you know, I've used them. I don't want to use them anymore. I mean, it just is, they're nice, but they're not you know, they're not a reason for me to not use an iPad. So they're not that much better yet. No, they're not. They're not even close to being better. I think the the first one, which had some semblance of you know uh, uh, an edge over the original iPad, was the HP tablet, and that's not going to be available for another few months. I mean, what are these guys talking about competing with Apple? Half of them are not even on the market. There are right. just two or three other tablets which are out there, at least in the U.S. and and you know they're they're as expensive as as Apple. So there is there is a, a there is still a big advantage Apple has, and I think on on the second of March we are going to be surprised one more time in terms of like what they do with the experience of the iPad. iOS I would, iOS five. Who knows? Like, look, I have no idea, so I'm not going to sit here and speculate. Oh, why not? Come on, Ohm. (laughs) Join the fun. (laughs) There's other people doing that. You know, they do a better job of speculation. Make some crap up. Alan, you know, somebody else has to do something. I'm kind of with you. you completely. No, I'm kind of with you. I think that that's, uh, I think that, especially in the mainstream press, people act as if these rumors are fact. And uh, no one knows what it's going to be. So. Well, I mean, what's interesting? I Except just was Kara. noticing. No, well, I, I knew when it was and I, what it would be about. We didn't report anything. Walt's we didn't know. got one. Come on. I have no idea. Um, I really don't. <laughs> he actually doesn't tell me. But what's interesting is that, um, you know, someone was just going by saying that they're going to be more uh, honeycomb based 
uh, Google-based, Android-based uh, tablets out than, uh, I, than the iPad soon. I think the issue is, even though uh, Android has surpassed iPhone, in terms of money, not in least, not even slightly. Mm-hmm. I mean, these Android phones don't make money for all these individuals. It's free. Exactly. So, I mean, it, they, they may surpass them in size. It's just, you know, what we... What we lose in money, we make up in volume. It's, it still well, Google makes yet. money by people using Google that's stuff right. that's because what they're of doing the advertising. For. So this is not, I mean, they may surpa- surpass it in size and eventually they'll make more money from it, but it's not a money-making opportunity for Google at this point. I think the, it's, a, it's the same logic we've had in the PC industry, right? You had uh, Microsoft make a lot of money from their operating system and applications, whereas the PC guys have made little or marginal amount of money. Uh, the manuf- hardware manufacturers. I think you're seeing exactly the same thing happening in the tablet and the smartphone. You know, Google is going to do really well, and I, you know, I'm happy for them because, you know, they've figured out a way to make money in a in a platform which was very controlled. And, you know, I'm not so sure if other people actually, uh, the hardware manufacturers actually do have a shot. I think the guys who do have a shot are people like Samsung because. They make memory and they make screens and they make processors and they make a whole bunch of uh, other components. And then now they got an OS, which they can get from Google to put on their device so they can make some amount of money. So, you know, I, I don't think we should, like, there is a lot of confusion which goes on because Apple does the OS and the hardware. So we confuse that. And then we have Google, which does the OS. So I think if Google OS in the smartphone and the tablets is going to be a spectacular winner because it's going to boost Google services. I think it's not about Google making dollars and cents in from the actual OS, but they're making money from the various uh, services they sell, whether it's Gmail, advertising, whatever. Yeah, and the other thing is we've seen that Google, when they have their app market on actual tablets, when they have it on phones, those phones and those tablets do a lot better. So, I mean, Google does have a small interest in, in their OS doing well because once you've seen Android on all these, you know, terribly cheap uh, tablets, like I just saw one like on QVC, the next book, you know, this terrible Android tablet, but it didn't have the Google app market. Right. And it's, it's so when they have their... That? Right. When they have their app market, they're going to get you know a nice little cut of money there, too. I mean, they also have their subscription service. So they're going to win any which way because the more more things that have Google on there, the better they're going to do. And the other thing is with Honeycomb, they really went out there and tried some things that aren't like the iPad. It looks very different. It looks like you can actually use it as a computer if you really wanted to, which is I know this is when tablets are supposed to be. But it's actually very interesting to me to see what Google has done with Honeycomb. It, it's actually very Windows-like. The Honeycomb is very Windows-like. How you actually navigate and you know the the the. It's, I, I, look, I like the Honeycomb. But I'm not so sure. The the new tablets are very impressive just yet. Right. I think it's going to take a while before. I mean, like I remember when when Android was first introduced, it was supposed to be Google's giant iOS competitor, and it was really just kind of lackluster. And uh, since this is their first version of their own tablet OS with the Honeycomb. I figure by the maybe by next year they'll have it completely down. I mean they seem to take their time, but they eventually get it right. Ohm, you just wrote an article I thought very interesting about the FTC looking at Apple's in-app purchases uh, by kids. Both Iaz and Kara have little kids, and uh, boy, it's the last thing you want to do is give a little kid 
an iPhone or an iPad, <laughs> especially if you're running one of those fishing programs or the farming programs, because it's not so hard for them to buy stuff oh, and no, spend a lot of money without your knowledge. We just got Katy Perry's California Girls video, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There was a reason for that. My son is nine, and suddenly he became interested. In he it. says, that carrot, Katy, there's something about her I just yeah, like. it's called the whipped cream situation. <laughs> <laughs> there's something going on. I just, oh, I was quite pleased with that. So I, I'm glad the FTC is investigating. How serious are they, uh, Om? Who knows? You know, FTC or the, the, the Washington, D.C. these days is pretty hard to read, right? They say they're investigating a lot of things. Nothing really comes out of it. So who knows? Exactly. I mean, we've, I mean this is, this is a, you know, a very strange Washington, D.C. There's a lot of talk, not much action. So we don't know. That's, the, really, that's the best way to get elected. <laughs> say the okay. right, say the things that your constituency wants to hear, but whatever you do, don't do anything. Okay. Well, I think I'll I'll keep that in mind should I decide to run for <laughs> office. Yeah, they seem to have uh, done a lot of looking at things, and they never act. They yeah. didn't act on AdMob. They didn't act right. on Facebook and the privacy things. They keep investigating the the ITA with Google might be the first move. Um, and I think they did stop one thing where where they asked. Well, Comcast, but there's a, chill, a, there's a chilling effect because uh, I, I think Apple, for instance, approved Google Voice one year later, one year right. after the fact, because of scrutiny from the and, You know, the ad mob went through because of Apple's actions right before right. Um, with their things. So... There's some, it just there's some scrutiny, but there's no action. There's no, right. there's, there hasn't been a. I think the ITA one might be if Google decides to fight. What is uh, the ITA? Uh, the software, the software flight information software companies that Google. Oh, that's bought. the Google bought that. ITA uh, software, yeah, that it's a very travel. powerful company, yeah, yeah. and a lot of there's, they've got an array of uh, of opponents to it, and I, that should be an interesting signal. Mostly, the array of opponents is Google's competition. Absolutely, but of course <laughs> it would be. But you know, there's Microsoft. Air, no airlines, not just Microsoft. I know Google says it all the time, but. There's legitimate people nervous about Google having all this flight information, yeah. including myself. I mean, it, we're, it's just it, they have a that's a very powerful company they bought. In the, in that well, what industry. is your fear that Google will somehow know that you're going so, no. to Barcelona and show you ads for me. Barcelona? Not today, they're not tracking me. But um, no, I think that they that they have they have a, a lock on a lot of critical information. And if you if you're a, a travel if you have a travel company for having Google uh, owning the uh, the travel information, it could it could. It, Lots of things could happen. I'm not yeah. an antitrust uh, lawyer, but you know. So. Well, I think it's the big issue is that it impacts the the business of people like uh, Kayak and Orbitz and other other players who buy their data from ITA software. I can't really fault Google for doing an end run around these guys and buying the company, which is selling all these third parties' data. I mean, that's what you know. If you have the money. You want to spend it, right? right. I think uh, what the government needs to do is ensure that it doesn't get control of the data and just, you know, basically locks out competition. I think that is not what should happen. They should be allowed to own this company, but they should there should be an oversight and access to information to third parties. Yeah, but the other thing is Expedia actually has their own software service for, for their own travel information, and there's a number of competitors out there. So if Google even bought this, I think this is actually a great opportunity for someone like Expedia to partner with, like, Facebook or something like that, where you see these results showing up there. I mean, just because Google owns ITA or they end up owning ITA, it would seem like it'd be in their best interest to license that software to make as much money as they can. Because, I mean, they just lock it down. It, it doesn't seem like it would make any financial sense to do that. We're going to take a little bit of a break here. When we come back, 
You know, there's something going on tonight. We start a little early this uh, this afternoon. I hear there's like a TV show everybody wants to watch tonight. That's why I'm wearing my glasses. Yeah, you're very cool. You got thank that Hollywood you. look. Are you ready thank for the you. red carpet? I feel like, you know, I'm, I want to thank my parents and my children. We're going to talk to the producer of uh, one of the Oscar-nominated films in just a little bit. Wish him luck as he heads off. Uh, he's probably headed. For the, he's no, he's limo. about to go to the red carpet. And in we've actually, in a limo, wow. in an actual large car. Yeah. But uh, before we do that, I want to take a break for an ad. That just shows you how nonchalant. I liked it. That was smooth. How casual, how revenue focused I am. Excellent. I want to. <laughs> I want to mention our friends at Go to Meeting. Citrix does such great stuff, and they've got a great meeting program. We were just talking about how a front-facing uh, camera on the iPad would ah. be so great for Go to Meeting. Go to Meeting is free on the iPad. It's a fantastic tool. I was at a meeting in the backyard out here. I just sat on the bench. I had Wi-Fi. And because it's got a, a microphone and a, and a speaker, I was in the meeting. If I'd had a camera, man, that would have been even better. Go to meeting for product reviews, for tr- sales presentations, training selections, sessions, a collaboration, all right from your desk. Windows, Mac, and, yes, iPad. If you want to try it free for 30 days, just go to gotomeeting.com slash twit. G-O-T-O meeting.com slash twit and give it a try. Why do all those long, boring conference calls or all that extra travel when you can have a go-to-meeting instead? Go to meeting.com slash twit. Let me dial uh, Dana Brunetti up here. Let's see. He's going to be on number three because Dana is the producer of The Social Network. And uh, he's with Trigger Street and works here with Kevin Spacey. Hey, Dana, how are you? Hey, I'm good, man. I'm trying to turn down the uh, audio here. Social Network. You look so sharp in that tuxedo. Hold on a second. I got you on the audio. I got to stop you streaming. There you are. That's all right. <laughs> Wait a minute. Let me pull him up here. This is this is awesome. Well, congratulations uh, on the nomination for Best Picture. Thanks. Actually, you have a number of nominations. I know Best Adapted Screenplay as well. Yeah, we have uh, Adapted Screenplay, Score, Editing, and Director, and um, a bunch of others that I'm, I'm forgetting. I'm too nervous to Actor. even... Actor. Is oh, there, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Is there, yeah. Let's not forget <laughs> that. Jesse Eisenberg is nominated for Best Actor. Yeah. Um, sound and cinematography. We have, we have eight in total. Oh, you must feel pretty good about that. So I've got to fix my bow tie here. <laughs> <laughs> so do you get to sit, like, uh, up front with the big shots? Yeah, I'm in, I'm in, uh, I'm in row F, seat 17. Whoa. Whoa. So we're going to look for you on the broadcast. Center. Whoa! <laughs> Who are you bringing? Uh, my lovely girlfriend. Oh, that's nice. She's upstairs. Uh, Her name her is Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> no, just teasing. No, it's not. <laughs> I just got you in trouble. I'm sorry, dude. I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> She's not listening. I apologize. Right. No, that's that's awesome, Dana. We wish you the best. Uh, and, uh, and You think you're going to win? What yeah. do you think? What What's do you think? Prediction? Do you have your speech prepared? Or, I mean, how much? I have no speech prepared. You know what? The last time I had a speech prepared is when we our losing streak started. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I'm not. I'm not doing it this time. I'm. I'm hoping for the best, but prepared for the worst because everyone thinks it's going to be the king's speech. Uh, but you know, the the fact of the matter is, it's a horse race, and that there's even the possibility that I could be on that stage is that's just gratifying enough. But you know, I, I, in a weird way, I kind of expected there was no chance just so I could go and kind of enjoy it. 
And uh, I actually really appreciate you having me on because I, I was tweeting everything and I saw you guys were going on. And I'm like, this would be awesome just to go on and do this. Before awesome for us. Are you kidding? But for me, it keeps my mind off of what about uh, what I'm about to go and do. Will you? Okay, here's the most important question. Will you tweet from the Kodak Theater? Uh, yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna tweet from you know from when I get off of here. I'll I'll tweet. I've already tweeted that I was getting ready to do this, and then um, I'll tweet from the car, the red carpet. As much as they let me, they don't allow cameras, but I do everything from uh, from my iPhone. I, I use that Pano 360 app. I'll try to do one. Oh, I'd love a Pano 360. Yeah, I'll try to do one within the theater. Um, if they'll allow me, if I don't get thrown out before <laughs> before the awards start, let me um, just let me just give you a tip because uh, you know, as somebody who uh, who flaunted the regulations of Apple and oh, go ahead and streamed Steve Jobs' <laughs> iPad announcement, and of course has never been invited back again. Just go ahead and do it. Yeah. Also, uh, <laughs> did you invite Zuckerberg to go with you? I, you know what? If Zuckerberg wanted to. I, I, and he I'm didn't. sure my girlfriend would kill me. I would take him. You know, I tried to get him to go to the oh the premiere, and he didn't seem very excited. He did that. see it eventually, though. He did. He went with the yeah. with the group. But I actually tried to get him to do it to just like ruin your premiere, and and good for me. Um, but that wouldn't have ruined my premiere at all. I know that it would have been good for everybody, but he didn't seem interested, so I tried. You know, I told I him to go. A, I ran into his sister on yeah. the red carpet at yeah. the Golden Globes. Right. She was. Covering Ironically, it. as we walked out onto the red carpet, she was right ahead of us, and they announced who it is, so they know who they're shooting photos of. And they said, Dana Brunetti, producer of the social network. And I saw this like little rustling ahead of us, and it turned out she turned around and came back to, to me and introduced herself. Yeah, she's, uh, and we actually had her picture taken together. It was yeah, pretty she's, cool. She's pregnant also, which is interesting. Yeah. But she's, uh, she's super friendly. She's incredibly oh, social. Randy, Randy Zuckerberg. Yeah, she's yeah. very social and has a lot of personality and a terrific woman. But. You know, Dana, if I were Mark Zuckerberg at this point, I know he wasn't happy at first. At this point, I would thank you profusely. The right. social network did more for Mark Zuckerberg than any number of Oprah interviews could Perhaps. have done. Oh, Perhaps. absolutely. I, don't, I still don't It think made him a popular uh, celebrity. Yes, true, true. Absolutely. I, I, I think I, I think I made him man of the year. I think <laughs> Time Magazine might have been paying attention. Absolutely, it's not, it's not that six hundred million people using his network or anything. Well, that has something to do with yeah. it. But I think a little well, Hollywood. Do you not, do you not think little... Julian Assange would have not gotten man of the year? Yeah. I think it would have come earlier. I think it would come earlier. I think a little Hollywood glitter yes, does right. not you, you hurt. Yes, you're right. You have strewn Hollywood glitter exactly. upon him. Exactly, Dana. We wish you all the best. We'll Good be luck. watching with great Good interest luck. as you stride down the red carpet. With uh, at Jargon. That's right. And uh, everybody should follow Dana on uh, Twitter so you can watch him tweet live from the ceremony. I want to see the tweet. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. We won. We won. We won. I want to see that tweet. Also, go to the parties. They're really fun. I think Dana yeah, knows about already, the parties. Look, I got the, you know what? Here's one thing I've always faced all my life because I have a girl's first name. Vanity Fair, right? Yeah, but look. Look what it says, Miss Dana Brunetti. <laughs> <laughs> hey, at least you're plus one. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Dana, thank you so much for joining us on what is obviously the one of the biggest nights of your life. I really appreciate you taking the time to By talk far, to us. Clearly, the biggest night. Of my oh, life. it's so exciting. Will Kevin be with you, or is is he is he going? Say again. Is Kevin Spacey going with you? Yeah, he's presenting tonight. You might have just scooped. It. I don't think anybody knows that. But oh, that's uh, exciting. Yeah, he, he's presenting tonight. And here, a funny bit of this, the last time I was at the Oscars, as, as you know, I started as Kevin's assistant. Uh, the last time I was there was 10 years ago with him for American Beauty, wow. and he won that night. Won. And now I get to go this year as a nominee. Yeah. 
Hollywood, <laughs> only in Hollywood. Yeah. Dana, yeah. good, good, good luck to you. I always have felt like you're a good friend of the network. We love kind of watching uh, your success, and we're rooting for you. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Appreciate it. Take care. All right, have a good show. Dana Brunetti. Oh, my gosh, she must be nervous. Triggerstreet.com. He's the producer next, of The Social Network. His next movie would be on Groupon. <laughs> That would be a bad movie. I'm sorry. You cannot make group on it. 10% discount. Amazing. Okay, but now that, now that he's gone. Did he say he was going to tweet everything and not put anything on? Didn't he, he didn't even mention Facebook. Like, the whole movie's about He really should Facebook. put it on Facebook, uh, shouldn't he? It goes he? to Facebook. Right? Twitter goes to Facebook. Yeah. Well, he's got a link to that? Oh, I'm sure he does. I don't even know seemed, what it is. He's not even my Facebook friend, so I don't know. It so. just seemed odd to say, I'll tweet everything when my movie's about the social yeah, network. But you really can't Facebook everything, can you? I could. You can do it on, on the app. Well, that's an interesting question. I actually tie my Twitter to Facebook. So all my Twitter stuff and and all my Foursquare stuff and everything goes there. And I think actually I have a very ugly, active Facebook screen, stream. I'm sure that everybody's blocked me and ignores me now. Because there's too much stuff. I, I do ignore you, Leo. No. Thank you for admitting it, oh, Malik. You ignore me, don't you? <laughs> I knew yeah. you did. I knew you were ignoring me. No, Only on Facebook, though. Only on Facebook. Only on Facebook. Yeah, right, Yada. Why, I Yada? <laughs> what can I say? Why, I Yada? Ten percent off. That's not cool. Fifty percent off is cool. That's, that's cool. <laughs> that's the movie. I uh, I could see it winning for uh, screenplay for sure. Yes. Aaron Sorkin's amazing. Who doesn't love Aaron Sorkin? Yeah, it'll win screenplay. That's it's such great fiction. <laughs> well, I think we're all agreed on that. You know, Dana, we've interviewed Dana. We, I interviewed uh, Ben Eisenreich, uh, uh, Eisenrich when the book came out, The Accidental Billionaires, that it was based on. And we interviewed Dana then. We've interviewed Dana since. Um, and um, and he knows, you know, I was fairly critical of the movie when it came out. He knows that. We had a little we had a little uh, mock battle back and forth. But it's kind of fun when, you know, you know the guy who's nominated. Kind of, you got to root for him. Yeah. you got to root for him. Screenplay. Mesrich. Am I saying that right or is it Mesrich? Ben yeah. Mesrich. You know, the movie is a whole lot better than the book, for sure. Yeah, the book was soft. It, it was it was uh, fake. It was made up. Yeah. All the reality. Right. It wasn't even well written. And they based it on Eduardo's story, not uh, not anybody Eduardo else's story. Eduardo who walked away with billions of dollars. Yeah. Poor Eduardo. Can you believe yeah. the gall of the Fesselbecker twins or whatever <laughs> the their The Winkelweis. The Winkelweis, the that they're actually going back yes. after getting whatever they got, 60 million yeah. They're going back and asking for more. Those ham bones just want to keep at it, I guess. You know, whatever. I, I don't think those guys even had the idea. They don't look like the kind who have any ideas. Yeah. I mean, well, sorry. Well, that's why I have to admit, uh, again, fiction, but the Larry Summers uh, in the movie, Larry Summers, a president of Harvard, saying, get over it. <laughs> Make up another. Th I thought that was a great, I, I don't know whose voice he was speaking for, but I thought that that was quite, Apropos, I'm sure that Larry Summers did not, in fact, say that to the Winkle Vi. He might have. Think he might have. He actually was it, the guy who played him was a lot like Larry. He was, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. You're men of Harvard. Just come up with another idea for yeah. crying out loud. Yeah. There's a there is a lot of good in that. I don't movie. think the Vi are going to be there at the Oscars. They look excellent in tuxedos. They're sharp they dressers. Sharp, sharp dressed men. And I bet they smell like sunshine and they honey, do. honeycomb. I have met them. They smell like. Do they really? You've met them. Manly sunshine, <laughs> I, or, or brute, one or the other. Not brute. Though. Maybe a little axe. That's not the kind of manly. No, not that kind of manly. No. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back with more. Kara Swisher is here from All Things D. When's the When's the All Things D conference it coming uh, up? May thirty uh, first to June second. So you're already well into planning for we it. Probably are sold out. We have. You're sold out already. No, we Holy sold out moly! In 
We sold it in December. Who's going to be at it? Uh, among other people, um, uh, Bob Iger, CEO of Twitters, uh, Stephen Elop from Nokia, CEO of HP. Uh, Iger, Leo, CEO of Disney. Leo. Iger is CEO of Disney. Le- Leo Apotheker. Um, Apotheker. The head of DARPA, who happens to be a woman, very fascinatingly. That's neat. Um, is DARPA, DARPA relevant these days? Well, we're going to talk about that. Yes, yeah. actually, I think so. Um, and a whole bunch of other people. Uh, Mark Pincus from Zynga. Uh, Andrew Mason from What Wuhan. do you think of Mark Pincus? Uh, I've known him for a long, long time, since in, when he was in his first company in Washington, D.C. I wrote a story about him at the Washington Post, so... I think a lot of things about Mark Pincus. <laughs> uh, Very politic of having, you. Uh, thank you. <laughs> After the conference, a, I'll he's ask. He's a great entrepreneur. He's a great entrepreneur. Well, no question. And Zynga is a huge success. I it mean, is. it's he's amazing. He's had a lot of companies. But he's yeah. Good. What was his first company? It was, oh, God, I'm totally blanking. It was one of my first big stories of the Washington Post, too. Um, uh, what was it called? Maybe Ohm would remember. Um, it was like a push service, essentially. Oh, it, oh, 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 oh. Pointcast. That wasn't Pointcast. Wasn't no, point that cast? was another guy, but it oh. was like a Pointcast. And then uh, he did it with Sunil Paul, and they were the only the only oh, entre- yeah, yeah, yeah. the it only was- entrepreneurs in Washington at the time were Steve Case of AOL, people who sold computers to the government, and Mark. And so wow. that was who I covered. Well, good for him. I wonder how he got the idea for Zynga and the social gaming. Oh, he's thing always been interested in gaming. Smart guy. Yeah, he is. He's always on top of. He's always been there. Yeah. Early that was Freeloader. Right? Freeloader. Freeloader. That's right. Wow. Freeloader was a point cast competitor, it, really. It was like that. Yeah. And yeah. then it, it kind of ended. Many, several of his companies didn't end very well, but this one obviously is a, is a, is a home run. So, uh, and we're going to have the CEO of Groupon, Andrew Mason, who's hysterical. Um, we're having Eric Schmidt coming to talk about his new role. What is he? What, what, uh, what, 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 that's a good one, too. What, yeah. what the hell? I know. Well, that would be my first question, Leo. I'm Eric. Gonna go, I'm just going to go, uh, oh, uh, what the what hell? What the hell? Eric, that's the, that's the first question. What was it? <laughs> See, this is this is why I like doing Twit because yeah. you wouldn't, of course, you know, a big conference all day. Yeah. You're not going to go on the stage and go, Eric, what the hell? We might. That's not true. We have said. <laughs> the, I said that to Carly Fiorina, and that didn't work out so well. <laughs> did she but, swear yeah. at you? <laughs> no, that was uh, Carol Bartz. Oh yeah, Carol. She's Indeed. famous for that. Yeah. Indeed. Uh, good. Well, we're looking forward to that. Yeah, all it's things gonna be great. That'd be great. We're going to put the whole thing on the web so people who can't come. We have a big wait list right now. Really? Oh, that's good. Yes. Yeah, so no, it's, it's a. But for paid, or are you going to give it away? Paid is sold out. No. Get, oh, we're going to give it away for free online. online. So since you already yeah. everybody already bought tickets, the hell with it. Yeah, give it away. It. Yeah, we put we put the whole thing. You up already made your money. That's right, my friend. Yes. Give it away. Yeah, we're all sponsored up. Rock on. Anything we can do to help. Uh, no, we're doing one in China, though. We're announcing it tomorrow. Ooh, news here. Uh, uh, we're, we're, uh, we're doing a D in China uh, in, uh, in October, October 19th uh, in Hong Kong. That will be fascinating. Yeah, that'll be great. We're very excited about that. That will be fascinating. A lot of names nobody's Friday. ever heard of, but, but that's you know, what's we're fascinating gonna, we're gonna about Ameri- We're going to bring the big Americans. see the big Americans, and, they, um, and then we're going to use, we're going to do all through Asia, uh, India, Vietnam, anywhere we can find some oh, really good smart. people. And then we're going to do all demos from Asia, and my dog is leaving now. He's not interested. Phineas the dog. So, um, yeah, so we're going to do that. And we've done so many ones, but this, the big one is the big one. Sounds like fun. I can't yeah. wait. Yeah. More coming up with Kara and, of course, our guests, Ayaz Akhtar of thisoldnerd.com and uh, Om Malik of gigaom.com. But I want to mention very briefly before we get, get to the more news, how are we doing on the Oscar countdown? What time is it? Oh, we got plenty of time. Yeah, lots of time. Oh, we're we're Two we're great. Two hours. Yeah, well, not, but is Joan the on the red carpet? Uh, I suspect she is. Oh, I better launch the uh, TV application on our big screen so we can watch. Meanwhile, I want to tell you guys about FreshBooks.com. If you're a small business person or a freelancer, one of the big issues is getting paid. And I know it was for me when I was first starting out in Twitter. It was just me. I used FreshBooks. 
FreshBooks is the best way to invoice. It's very easy. It's online. Of course, you can upload your logo. Those those uh, invoices look just as pro as can be. Uh, your clients get an email saying, here's the invoice. They can download a PDF. In fact, for an additional fee, and I did this, you can even have uh, a printed invoice from FreshBooks mailed to the clients complete with a postage paid return envelope. So it's very pro looking. But here's the thing I like about it. The invoice is sent to the clients. They can pay via credit card, via PayPal. They have 11 electronic payment service options, or of course, by check. Makes it easier for them to pay, makes it uh, easier for them to pay means it's more likely you get paid promptly. There are automated lo- uh, late payment reminders, so you follow up. If you do uh, time tracking, it's got built-in time tracking, and you can consolidate those timesheets into a single invoice with the push of a button, which is very nice. Uh, there's even an iPhone app that will help you with not only time tracking, but you can actually invoice right from the iPhone app. Find out why 2 million people are sending and paying invoices with FreshBooks since 2004. That's when I started using them. And I am a huge fan. It's just a great little company. FreshBooks.com. It's free for up to three of your clients. It takes about a minute to set up an account. FreshBooks.com. Is this true? Are they still giving away birthday cakes? Are they? All right. Every <laughs> I see tweets from our from our listeners who say, I got a birthday cake. Every day, FreshBooks is giving away a birthday cake to one of our audience members. And it doesn't have to be your birthday. There's nothing better, is it, than getting a birthday cake and it's not your birthday? It's like just free money. So they draw a name every day for the entire month. FreshBooks.com to get in on the birthday cake. Kind of, <laughs> That's kind of fun. All right, back we go to the news. Do you can Kara? Do you recuse yourself on Google Stories? Or no, can you... I have a big disclosure. Not all of them. We, you know, Peter does all the advertising ones, and uh, John. Since your partner works at Google, yeah, I don't do anything that she works on. But she and she doesn't tell. She didn't come she home never and tell me anything. You. It's it's very clear. We have a large. You go and read it. It'll bore you into submission. We have a long disclosure. <laughs> but she doesn't tell me anything. And if she does, I would put it in the story. I've only recused myself once from a story that she was uh, okay. that she. Didn't tell me she was working on it. I found out through another source. So later you said, oops. Uh, I had to stop writing about it. So this has been an issue uh, for a while uh, with uh, Google as these content farms. Yes. And Google's always said, we don't, you know, that's, Ill- that's illegal or whatever it is. Right. But now they've declared war. Apparently. What does that mean? Is it like worse than what it was before? You know, Google's always changed its algorithm. So, I, you know, I think they, they're making the a deal. deal of it. They're making a big public deal of it versus it. Uh, when are they going to declare war on on-demand media? Well, they aren't. They haven't. They didn't. I they mean, won't. What was interesting was that, you know, some of the content on on-demand is good. Some of it's not. I mean, it's just like all these other sites, Mahalo or associated content. What was interesting is some of these surveys showed that associated content, which Yahoo owns, got hit badly. I'd be curious to know how Blogger got hit. It's a Google property. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, you don't, they didn't talk about that. Um, so it is a question of whether, and, and also what standards of quality are, are, is Google imposing here? Like who decides? This is that, quality? this is that uh, a, a kind of authority issue, isn't it? Right. How do you, how do you, how does a search engine judge authority right. or quality? Right, exactly. And I think that'll be interesting. But I mean, I think what's, what's most interesting, and I talked to Yahoo this afternoon about it, Luke Beatty, who, who created associated content, which was bought by uh, Yahoo about a year ago. Right. Um, I think what he was, his argument was that we, we don't rely on search for very much for, um, as much as we used to anyway. We rely on social increasingly. Oh, that's interesting. Facebook, and we rely a lot on the distribution on the Yahoo-owned and operated networks. But so, search has become less important. They, he, that's his... I think that's true for everyone. Yeah, so he I, said I, I think that is so not true for all these guys. I think they just are making that stuff. I mean, I think you... you know, go ahead. Go ahead. No, 
what I was saying is like most of these guys, I think there's two things to it. I think Google needs these content forms as much as they need Google. Okay, they make a lot of money from each other, both the companies, whether it's demand media or whosoever it is, they are big uh, proponents of the Google advertising system. So Google is clearly benefiting from that. If the If it really hates them, it should stop doing all business with them, right? I think that's the key thing. This is somewhat like the old days of the PC when you know you used to have to buy a bigger PC because Microsoft would release a new software upgrade and because it would need more horsepower. I think it's the same kind of thing. It's like more more of these guys are actually doing things to you know use up whatever Google is offering as an opportunity to make money. And then they use, on the other hand, Google's advertising systems to make money. So I think there is a bit, a bit of the, it doesn't make, you know, it's not all that clear to me. I think there is something, you know, this is more of a PR exercise. I'd agree. And that, you know, and I think well, the they other... say a major change in our algorithm. They've got some other issues going on at Google. So, you know, they like to, you yeah. know, they've had, they've, there've been a lot of complaints about the quality, which of all they're facing. They say this will impact 11.8% of all Google queries. Well, you know what? Google's facing really major uh, challenges from Facebook and social networks in terms of search. Social, so, so social is important. It, absolutely. No question. I think, I think it is. I think they're well, Google's facing, acknowledging it. They're putting social search in front, absolutely, front and center. But they still don't have a social solution. I mean, a lot of, I, a, when, when, a piece that I haven't written yet, the lead is, um, is, uh, is, uh, social to Google as searches to Microsoft. Oh, um, I like it. <laughs> thank you. I like um, but, it. But I mean, I think that, I think it's a big issue and they, it's a big issue for them to make a big issue of it. Right. Um, I think Ohm but is it, but, but it's right. more PR, Ohm, than it is substance? Yeah, I think so. I mean, you know, why would... Look, you know, one, one, all one has to do is start looking into the financials of demand and see where their revenues are coming from, how much business they do with Google... And you know, and you start to it all starts to make sense. I mean, but 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 is, wait a minute. But that's a short-term point of view. From no, I mean, it's not, no. Let me finish. I think what you're looking at is the guys at AOL are trying to do the same thing. It's like, well, we're going to set up our own, you know, content farm so that we can make right. more money. I mean, the whole world wants to go that way, and they want to go that way because there is a clearly a clean and easy way to monetize that. You know crummy traffic, so to speak, right? And that is Google itself. If Google actually gets rid of these content farms and they're still serving ads on these sites that still survive uh, this, I guess, removal, uh, can they charge more money for the ads they're serving on those sites? Would that that make any financial sense? I'm just trying to wrap my head around exactly how they're making money from all this stuff. So here is how they make money, okay? The more content farms are out there on the web, there is more content on the web the longer it takes you and I to find things. Longer right. it takes you and I to find things, the more they can serve up ads. But more in the long run, the longer it takes us for us to find things, the less likely we are to use Google. Exactly. So what they have to do is optimize their business around the idea that, oh, okay, we are going to just make it usable, <laughs> just usable enough. So you're so saying longer, but just not, not long enough to bother us. Yeah. I think, <laughs> that's cynical as hell. So just good enough to work so that and I, and I, I really think this is because business, their search results have been like nonsense and they have that little stupid preview now. So you don't have to look at the content farms. I know I've been irritated by the results. I've actually used Bing more. 
uh, lately because I just couldn't, I just wasn't getting the can, right stuff. So what's that? Can Google get away with this because there isn't a credible uh, alternative? Yeah, sure. That gives them more. Yes, they can. Yeah, they can push it harder. Yeah, I mean, I think I think the issue is, is they've got to, that, that, that they need stuff in, as Ohm said, they need stuff to search. I mean, and one of the problems is Google is this giant Borg that's been eating information for years, including from the Wall Street Journal, from for where I work, or everywhere else, and they, they've they've run smack oh, you're, into. Now you're doing the Rupert Murdoch. No, 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 line. no, no, no. No, they've done it. They took Google hurts my they business. I, I'm it's not saying stealing that. my That's, stuff. Thank you for that lovely impression, of Rupert Murdoch. But um, <laughs> I don't know it's what not. It's, like. it's they've run into a piece. Uh, Facebook is a planet that won't let it eat them or near them or get near them uh-huh. or anything like that. And so what's interesting is that I had a conversation with a Google executive, and they're like. Uh, Facebook should be open because, you know, right. it'd be better for people if Google want- could search it. I said, it's good for Google. It's not good for anybody oh, else necessarily. So here they run into massive amounts of content they can't they can't eat. And it's a really interesting problem for them. It is like the Borg where they, they came to a the planet Borg. that they couldn't yes, exactly. uh, That's what subsume. I'm thinking. And they can't. They can, and Facebook's not letting them in. Trust me. I mean, they've said it very clearly and explicitly that they're not letting is them anyone in. Else, is anyone else happy, actually, about this idea? If the content farms go away, at least our material isn't being ripped off. I know when I would search for my own stuff every now and then because I wanted to remember where the story was, I would see content farms show up before my own work. Oh, which I drove hate me that. insane. Oh, I hate So, I mean, that. like, is anyone actually, as, as a user of Google, is anyone else, like, actually happy about the idea of finding your own work on your yes. own site for once? <laughs> Yeah, I think I think good. Some of the stuff is going to go up higher. Some of it is going to go lower. I think that's I want right. someone from Yahoo. And I think they're right. Um, I think just it just will depend on how Google tweaks these uh, these results. According to Google, this update is designed to reduce rankings for low quality sites, sites which are low value add for users, copy content from other websites like IaaS, yeah. or sites that are just not very useful. This is Amit Singhal and Matt Cutts talking yes. in a blog Amit, post. Amit, sweetest guy. Yes, okay. as is Matt. Nice people. Yeah. At the same time, it'll provide better rankings for high-quality sites, sites with original content. This is, but isn't that what Google needs to do and wants to do? What's wrong with that? This is they, they do, they do. They've just made. I think Ohm. The point is they're making a big deal of it, and this is something they should be doing every single no, this day. It's sort normal. of like saying today Business the Wall Street Journal is creating factual content that we're serving up to our readers. <sighs> right. It's factualer than ever. Today. Surprise! We will actually have three percent more factual, more stories, more, stories. more true just, stories. That's what they're supposed to. Be. So this, I don't know who this Sistrix is. This is an SEO blog, mm. but they uh, so Sistrix. Uh, they have a visibility index, an index value calculated from traffic on keywords ranking and click-through rate on specific positions. They claim, based on a data set of 1 million keywords checked before the update and yesterday, these are the 25 biggest losers. Yeah. Wise Yahoo's Geek, disputing this, by the E-Zine way. articles, Sweet 101, Hub Pages, Buzzle, pages Associated Content, number six. Yeah, I know. Yahoo is... I will be having... That's I the have Yahoo a, site. I have an interview with Luke Beatty where he disputes the... He says this is just He says BS. you can't... Well, you can't know within a, a 24-hour period. He said we'll know within weeks. And he he, he suspects a downgrade for sure on mo- many sites. He expects an upgrade on some, but he doesn't... These He said you can't... These Love are to know.com. Mahalo's on here. Yeah. Business.com. Doityourself.com. It's a very com. good site. Some stuff is good on it. Some stuff well, some stuff on Buzzle is excellent, right, too, exactly. actually. That's the issue. I mean, I think these are just... FAQS.org. That's a good... For, for yeah, this is, this is examiner.com. That's the, is that the San Francisco... No, exam? no. It's no. Allbusiness.com. That's not a bad site. Well, anyway. I, I think the bigger issue which Kara was actually bringing up is that a lot of these sites actually do make do make decent content. Like not all of them, but some of them do. And I think Google needs to figure out how to deal with those people 
as much as it needs to figure out how to deal with the nefarious people in there. Shouldn't it be just page by page? Why site by site? I think, think, you know, there is, look, there is a lot of the stuff which is going on there is actually on a page-to-page basis also. There's a, look, this is where people are just like people were always writing viruses for, for the Microsoft OS. It's the same thing. People are writing hacks for the Google, you know, search OS, essentially. And I think that's exactly the parallel right now. You know, this will be a battle which will continue. And, I, you know, they need to kind of make sure that, you know, they don't throw out the baby with the bathwater. And, you know, there is one thing I would say about Google. Of all the companies, you know, of their size, of that magnitude, they are one of the companies which actually tries to do the right thing. Okay, I may be cynical about them. I may be very critical about them. I do want to make sure that I point that out, that they are actually at the at the very core as a company, they believe in doing the right thing. Now, as they hire more and more people away from companies like Microsoft, you're going to see their, you know, their corporate behavior go down the drain. But as a company, as of now, I think Kara can attest to that, given that she has been writing about them forever. And I would say the same. They have always strived to do the right thing. You know, it doesn't sometimes work out the way you and I would like it to work out. But, you know, I would give them full credit for trying at least. Yeah, I think so. I think, they're. you know, it's not, you know, I I, I, I think they. I think you're absolutely right. I, I agree with you completely. I do, I do think they're facing a lot of pressure from social networks and they're and you're see you're beginning to see that they need to compete better. Um, and they have to make it more obvious that they're competing. They don't just get to operate and be fabulous 100%, you know, and make all this money. They have to face these issues and talk about them. So that's a, it's a good sign for them to do that. Do you think, though, that real people ever even see any of this or notice any of yes, this? Yes, I or... do. I think when you get crappy results, you do do. Yeah, that's what you notice. Yes, yes. When you that's crap- all good. I mean, the PR thing is all for us. But yes. uh, but all, all real people care about is, is good it results, working for me? Good results. And they're re- reinforcing that they're interested in good results. Yeah, which they loudly. should be. Yeah. You, you say that uh, Matt Cutts' assertions about uh, Microsoft Bing lifting Google search results are loopy. Oh, I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that was kind of a strange, you know. They're being, uh, and it looks like you're, you're pointing yeah. out that Cuts is being kind of groomed well, as like the Cuts superstar. Is. Oh, no, I printed some emails from Washington. He's been like he's been appearing in Senate committees. He's been appearing before the Antitrust Institute. He's the he's the face man for Google. Well, that's a nice. He's a nice he's guy. He's a nice guy, but he's like they can call himself the web ambassador or something oh, like that. He's got some title like that. But I like Matt a lot. But he's definitely been super aggressive in, um, you know, in that whole Microsoft thing, which I think Google did not look terrific in. I don't. I don't. I don't what, what Omar Ayas thinks, but I thought I didn't think they looked very good at all in that particular fight. I think there is the bigger story, which I almost wrote and I didn't was was how corporate, you know, uh, leaders and corporations are using Twitter to misbehave. You know, what was this guy from Google? Uh, Vic Vendotra. I mean, how is that? the right thing to do how is what is what did that, vic misbehave what no he put a tweet up that said uh, a, a turkey and eagle doesn't make a when the nokia oh, microsoft yeah. he was juvenile but vic is very well known for say, for making a, a string yeah, of but, stupid jokes but Kara, but how is that the right thing to do for a company it's not whose corporate motto is do no evil that no. is doing evil to its competitors because it's what making fun of a Microsoft Nokia yeah, they merger. They did it before the merger, before it was announced. And they, I, I, they had an NDA on that. Yeah. Oh, so he broke an NDA to make yeah, that tweet. He, 
Yeah, and just, I can't believe, you know, uh, Larry and Sergey and Eric would let him get away with that. That is a, you know, crummy move, in my opinion. I think mm-hmm. that is misbehavior, corporate misbehavior, right? You no, know, I, I wrote a piece saying I thought this was what life was like under Larry, a much more, this is to me vintage Larry, actually. You aggressive. know him well. Very aggressive, aggressive very, uh, he, he makes a lot of remarks, I mean, including internally right. at Google. He's very um, snarky, he can be very snarky in his comments, and I think what Vic did was, Something that might not have happened under Eric. Eric's still the CEO, but, you know, I thought it was a very juvenile. I, I don't know if it was evil. I thought it was juvenile and obnoxious. Um, and they, and then it was followed by another Google executive who did the same thing, another engineer. Um, and it was sort of sour grapes. And then Eric, of course, did say, of course, we wanted the deal publicly later. He was a little more gracious about the situation. There's been other companies which have done the same thing. So it's not like just Google, but it's just like how people are using Twitter to just kind of just let it all out. This public, you know, public, you know, publicly they're airing their private laundry or so to speak. Yeah. You know, it was sour just grapes. Yeah. Yeah. Sour, very sour grapes and very unattractive to watch. Google's always kind of had this kind of uh, unfortunate. Well, Even Eric Schmidt hasn't been yeah, always he's, very he's uh, sort judicious. Of the dumb remarks. Yeah. You know, he, he got. We have a picture of him with a ball in his mouth. Can I be honest? I kind of prefer that. I'd rather see a company that isn't quite so uh, calculated and polished. Yeah. And uh, and then it, then you kind of. I mean, you hope you might see some uh, some evidence of what's going on behind the scenes. One time, I remember. I don't know if Om you were at this. Um, it was an event for uh, Android, and they were Vic made one remark about Steve Jobs. Another one about Apple, and then he made eight more, and it, it became like I, yeah, that was I O Google I O yeah, yeah last year it was, was like, very are you, snotty. Are you twelve? Like yeah, one it was joke extremely been snotty, fine. and so yeah. it, it does create this little it's strange. I, guess, I among like the press. it. You like it? Like, I like it. Except they were I funny. think it's genuine. Well, it doesn't matter. These are engineers. They're not. They don't I have. A, they're not comedians. It's not Steve no, no, Martin no, no. up there. I think the the point is, if you have an NDA with the well, company, that's different. I agree right? with you on that. And then you go out and make remarks like that. How will anyone? should take you seriously. Well, they'll never get another person. NDA, right. yeah. I mean, that's, that, that's the point. Like, yeah. I mean, you know... But, you, I, you know, know, it reminds me of the old days of Microsoft when Microsoft true. was cutthroat and would yeah. say things like that. What did I like, say? There is you. a Microsoft influence at work at Google. Google is becoming... The new Microsoft. I think we need more of that in Silicon Valley. The new old Microsoft. Let's get some the the pirates of... The new Microsoft. Yeah, the new old, the old new, the new whatever. Whatever. By the way, Dana Brunetti is now left for the Oscars. We have this just in from Twitter. Whoa. He looks good in red, doesn't he? Oh, I'm sorry. That's not him. That's the tuxedo guy. That's Miz, Dana. That's Miz. Isn't that... That's great. That's jargon. Red is a good color. And she's posing the way you're supposed to in Us Magazine. That's the... The hip out... But can I say something? Red is a good color, except for on the red carpet. You don't want to clash. Oh, red's always a good color. Oh, you think even on a red carpet? I used to cover a lot of those events. Did you really? Yep, for the Washington Post. Were you like, uh, you were a feature reporter? I was a feature reporter in the style. I did parties for the Washington Post. Style, huh? I don't have very much of it, but I did cover (laughs) (laughs) Anything? I'm sorry, I I had turned you down because the phone was ringing. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm I'm not at my own home, so this is a problem. But I did want to mention this. I, I mean, hasn't everybody, like from Apple to Microsoft, always poked fun at everybody at every event? I mean, for Google to do it, I mean, they can get, also get away with it. Because what are you going to do? Are you going to mess with Google? Because with Google? they can just make you kind of disappear from search results. Well, they better not start doing to. that because that's re- then I might go, they, that's evil. They, they can. I mean, that's the thing. A lot of people think that if you know, they, they turn they into wouldn't. the IRS, I think we got a problem. They can do what they want. I mean, they're a private company, right? The thing is, eventually, no, somebody's no. going to make a misstep. They're even not. If it's, they're a public company. 
I'm saying they, they can't. No, I mean, they're their own. They're not like a, a government agency is what I mean by that, uh, that right. they're, they're, they can go out there and do stupid things left and right. It's just the question is, since they're the de, de facto standard in search, they can get away with it. The only people who would care might be their stock, their stake owners. Their, oh, yeah, those, the they, stakeholders. They, they may not be too happy about that. Oh, well, I just don't know if normal people are noticing this. The other thing. I, I, mean, I like, agree with you. I, that's what I was. That's kind of the point I was baseball. making, which is this is totally inside baseball. And no, normal people, as you said, care, yeah. care about one thing, their results. Right. Does it work? Does it not work? And, and right now use, it works better they, than Bing. What are they using? And yeah. I think. People are again, using Google, aren't they? Well, they are, but they're starting to use Facebook for recommendation. All the, all the, that's not just true. Facebook, social services for Yelp. Well, I get a lot of stuff from Twitter. You're absolutely right. right. I follow, I, I, if I want to look at what's going on. It's probably now 50-50 between news.google.com and Twitter. And I think that's a big change. You're I absolutely use, uh, right. I, I have to say I use social networks a lot more to get information. Than I, I used to know. What do you guys think of the deal that Bing has with with Facebook? So now that you've got actual Facebook results alongside yeah. your Bing results, do you think it's people great. are more likely to go through Bing? Or is this going to help them at all? Or what, what do you guys think of that? I, I think it's great that they have them. It's interesting they won't. Do you use Bing? I do. I like Bing. I think it's quite well done. Mm. I, I think it's a terrific product. Um, I think it's hard to compete. You know, in a situation where Google has this much market share. So, so but I think it's a very good version of a social. is an opportunity, a leapfrog. Yes, it's Google. absolutely. It's, and it's something that differentiates themselves from Google, and which they've been trying to do. They're not stupid. They're not doing a brute force kind of fight with them. They're doing a much more um, uh, finding other features that Google doesn't Of course, have. for that to work, you've got to have a social graph on Facebook that's meaningful and, and quality. Right. And uh, I don't know. Does everybody have that? I, does my mom have a, a graph, a social graph on Facebook. Does that, she? I don't know. Does your mom? <laughs> I don't, I don't actually, she's mom. not on Facebook. But All right. Well, it, she, she used but, to be. I scared her off. But uh, but that's that's. Do people cultivate their social graph so that it's more valuable? Or well, do they I mean, need you could to? talk about people like your mom. Maybe she hasn't changed the default search engine from Microsoft being in the first place. That's but, probably true. You're right. But for the, the social graph thing, I mean, like, I'm actually quite picky when it comes to my Facebook friends because I want to make sure that if they're recommending stuff, I'm right. actually finding out Really important stuff instead of like, oh, look, your little kid did this. I don't care. That doesn't help me much. But if they're recommending, you know, an actual you know, place to eat or the best place in town to have kids around to jump around and tire themselves out. I mean, that's useful. Yeah. So it's, it's uh, maybe you can. Oh, there's the phone again. I'm sorry. Right. Don't worry about it. So maybe I oh. should ask you, how is Babby formed? Babby formed. Never mind. Let's take a break and come back with more. You go get the phone and I will get this commercial, this fine commercial mentioned for our good friends in New York, New York, the Squarespace folks. I love Squarespace. Squarespace is uh, hosting and software that makes it easy to create an exceptional website. You know, for all the talk about uh, Facebook and Twitter and stuff, if you don't have your own website... You really don't control your persona on the web. Uh, it's just absolutely vital. And uh, sometimes it's a little challenge if you don't have any own website. Where do I go? What do I do? How do I start it? Squarespace. Uh, now, I know everybody listening to the show has their own website, but maybe family or friends come to you and say, hey, you know, I want to start a site. Can you recommend this? This is the way to go. First of all, easy to use. Go to squarespace.com slash twit. Click the green button. And without a credit card, without any trouble, within just seconds, they, they can set up a site for two weeks free. Login, password, actually, you give it a site name, password, email address, and then a CAPTCHA. And that's it. No credit card, nothing. And you can use all the features of Squarespace, including their incredible templates, the social widgets that make it so easy to integrate social networks into your website. 
the statistics, the photo galleries, the forms, the forums. And then if, you know, they can say, is this it? This is this my site? Is this what I want? You could even do it for them and say, I, I know Alex Lindsay's done that. He's here. You he was at a restaurant the other day and they didn't have a website. So he went before he left. He went on Squarespace, set up a quick site, said, look, you need a website. If you decide you want to keep it, $12 a month. That includes hosting and all the software. But you can get uh, get there right now for free just by going to squarespace.com slash twit. I'm a big fan. I think you'll like it. And, and, you know, if you've got a blog or whatever you want to import it, you can. Movable type, WordPress, TypePad, and Blogger, all the big APIs. But really, I think the thing to do is to tell your friends and family, at least set up this page so that you own your presence, your site on the web. Squarespace.com slash twit. The secret behind exceptional websites. Uh, we can, uh, did we talk about Watson? We haven't talked about Watson. Watson. What did you think about that? I love Watson. I'm I trying love to, Watson I want to too. Get him for D. We might have a computer bowl. Oh, wouldn't that be cool? Yes, against the greatest mind on the internet. Yes. Do the computer bowl thing? That would be yeah, so much fun. We did a computer bowl a couple years ago. I put Gates and uh, yes, Kara on, on the same thing. You did it originally. I know. No, it'd be fun. Yeah. No, no, yes? I think it'd be okay, fun. Well, I will call Watson up immediately. Call Watson. I think I love the whole Watson. Hello, Kara. Yeah. I've been waiting for your call. <laughs> I knew you would call. Uh, I thought it was great. I enjoyed it a great deal. Uh, I, I, you know, it, it's pretty impressive. Frankly. It is impressive, and when they and then when then when they kill the human race, it might not be quite as. <laughs> oh come oh, on! Wait, wait a second. Watson's only designed to play Jeopardy, so it, okay, I, I mean, unless conquering society is just playing Jeopardy, then we're in trouble. No, but once <laughs> they get smart, actually, we're interviewing Ray Kurzweil next week, and he's the guy who says that computers are going to be smart enough uh, to the design whole plot themselves. Of the Terminator. You know, but but no, and I asked Ray about saying. this. This was pre-Terminator, but I asked Ray about this a few years ago, and he said, "No, don't worry, because uh, they'll revere us as their makers." Oh right, sure. <laughs> Hello, Terminator, one, two, three. Oh, we, <laughs> we made them. We can always pull the plug, yes. They're, they're going to say we're God to them. Yeah, whatever. And, yeah, whatever. You saw Planet of the Apes. You I did. There. God damn you. You did it. Uh, you dirty uh, damn, ape. Excuse me. There were robots in Planet of the Apes? Damn, <laughs> damn all you all to hell. hell. Thank you. I love that movie. Charlton Heston. It's just on the TV the other day. It's great. They're a little rubbery. No, they're terrific. They're tremendous. No, they're a little rubbery. It's the greatest movie ever made. Thank you. All right, as long as we're talking about movies. You should win the Oscars. It was cheated. It's cheated. Why has it? Did Charlton Heston, did he win for Big Her? Did, Big Her. Ben Hur, did he ever win? Did Charlton Heston? I don't, I don't have Chat room. This is, you know, I've, exter- I've already done the, uh, deserved it for Omega the singularity Man. thing. I've Omega externalized my brain into the chat room. Chat room, check for me, will you? Yes, Leo. Charlton Heston. Oscar winner. Working. Nope. This would be a good use for Watson right now. Yes, working. Exactly. working, working, working. Another movie that should have won I'm an Oscar sorry, was Valley Dave. of the Dolls. Working beyond the Valley of the Dolls. Any of the Valley of the Dolls. So those um, movies that should have won the Oscar. So the Oscars are tonight, and um, uh, let's see. I want to go to this. According to Web Trends, they looked. What they did is they surveyed blogs. They surveyed websites. Working. Yes, by the way, the chat room says Charlton Heston won for Ben-Hur. Look at that. Yeah, best actor. Deserved. Great film. Deserved. According to IMDb Awards. So, the Academy Award for Most Buzz. Here's a great infographic from uh, Mashable. Uh, Leading actor. It's pretty close. James Franco for 127 hours. I don't think so. 
Then Colin Firth, Javier Bardem for Beautiful, Jeff Bridges for True Grit, which, who, by the way, brilliant True Grit. Just not, he's just not the dude. But he won last year, so he can't win again. Jesse Eisenberg's social network is in fifth place. That's 12,000 mentions. Best picture. But now, if you're asking the blogosphere, you know that they are going to say Inception. Wrong. Crappy picture. Social network number two, Black Swan number three, The Fighter number four, True Grit number five, 127 hours. King's Speech was number, yeah, it's upside down. Only 0.9% like the kids are all right. Uh, Supporting actor Christian Bale for The Fighter. back for this section. Yeah, Phineas Phineas likes the Oscars. I can tell he's really into it. Michelle Leo is probably going to win. Oh, I can tell he's falling asleep. Are you there, Om? I am. I am. Just like Oscars don't interest me. (laughs) Do you like? You don't like a bunch of actors self, you know, self congratulating themselves, and they're all excited. I love it. It's the dream machine. And they get gold zooms. I mean, that's way more exciting. Oh yeah, in the basket, the gift basket. Yeah, I mean, like free gold Motorola Zooms. Sure, I, was ta- I, I was talking to Waz was on the uh, cruise, and, you know, he did Dancing with the Stars. They do the same thing. I guess this is the thing they do in Hollywood. They yeah, give swag. you a basket. Oh, swag. They give a swag basket. There's, there's levels of swag. Do I know the few? There's the B level. There's the C level. There's the A level swag. So they go to different we should ask, I think we the should gold ask Zoom is A level. What? Absolutely. A gold Zoom mine, is A level. Uh, was a was a lower level swag person and then is on a hit television show. She gets to go to the A swag rooms. Oh, that's funny. So she's gone up. Oh, yeah. So he said that they give you a $75,000 basket of goodies. Right, they do. He said, had I known, apparently the guy from Jackass said, no, no way, I don't want that. Taxes on it. Because he said there's like 30000 in taxes. Yeah. He said there was not. it was crap. There were three things I wanted. It was just, and everything's valued at list, so the taxes are through the roof. Big issue in Hollywood, but I think they Johnny Knoxville, uh, no, no, it was Steve O or whatever his name is. Who was also on Dancing with the Stars? He said, "No, no, thank you. I don't need any Bulgari perfume right. that uh, that I pay fifty right. percent taxes on." Right. Natalie Portman for Best Leading Actress, mm. according to the this is the blogosphere. Who else is up for leading? Uh, Nicole Kidman for Rabbit Hole, Jennifer Lawrence Winter's Bone, Annette Benning for The Kids Are All Right, Michelle Williams for Blue Valentine. I think she's going to win. Annette Benning. You're kidding, really? Yep. Oh no, I think Natalie Portman shooing. We'll see. Shooing. She was crazy in that movie. <laughs> it's always good. You always win an Oscar you, if you're, if you're disabled movie, or crazy. I think pe- that movie freaked people out. Well, it was. It was creepy. I'm just saying. I think the Oscar Academy is... Oh, would you prefer it if we talk about Bollywood? Is there something that would make you happier? No, no. I'm just listening. I don't really... Did you see I... any of the movies, Om? No, just... actually none. I saw Salt. You saw Social Network, right? I did see Social Network more as work more than movie, like entertainment. Well, no wonder you don't enjoy this stuff. Salt was good, wasn't it? Salt was actually really good. No, I like really? Yes, it was. Hello, Angelina Jolie with a gun. Enough. Come on. Done. Doesn't she always done. have a gun? Exactly. Done. <laughs> done. done. Right, Om? Was there whipped cream I, 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 involved I, 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 at I'm any point? For that. I'm there was, there for is that. no need for whipped cream with Angelina Jolie. <laughs> yeah. And TMI. Okay, I want to watch Salt. I've not, I've not seen great, it. So, uh, not, I don't notice it in the nominations. You, you anyway. know, Ohm, that was supposed to be a Tom Cruise movie, interestingly enough. It was designed for a man. That was a man's role. Oh, I like That's it. what made it so interesting. The other yeah. thing I hear, the ending's actually good for a change well, in a movie like that. Yeah. But I can't spoil anything. Don't say anything. I haven't it's, seen it's it. It's designed for a sequel. Ah. So look at that. Does but that mean, uh, well. does Morgan Freeman come on and... No, that's, no, that's, not, that's, that's the wrong movie. One. That's Wanted. <laughs> I'm a big Hollywood. I used to cover Hollywood. You do. You know this stuff. I I'm very impressed. For the world. I know every celebrity in the world. I'm very impressed. So what do you think about that New York Times article that said the young are drifting away from blogging? Oh, blah, blah, blah. Wow. Blah, blah, blah. 
Isn't um, that just a label issue? Because, I mean, everyone's on Facebook, everyone's on Twitter. Twitter was a microblogging service. But, I mean, just because you write your thoughts on Facebook and not on Blogspot, is, is that any different than a real blog? I don't know. I guess if you're... If, if yeah. you're, if you're, I think the, the more interesting thing is people confuse the medium for the message. Ah, I right. think ah. that is such a huge problem. So not everybody can sit there and write 2,000 words. Not everybody wants to share their whole life story in in a blog post. They want to do it through either Twitter, through photos, through videos, through Facebook, whatever. I mean, people are essentially sharing more. And I think that is the key thing. I think 10 years later, you know, I've been blogging for more than 10 years now, and people still haven't figured out what blogging is. Blogging is an act of sharing yourself. It's not about a tool. Tools don't define what you do You're right. with Right. And I think that is so amazing that people still get it wrong all the time. It's actually one of the reasons I always hated the word podcast. It's focused on the distribution means, not right. what you're doing. Absolutely. But, and blogging As is you also... Have proved in this stunning yeah, studio. Stunning studio. The, uh, blogging is also kind of diminutive in a way. It diminishes yeah. what you're doing. You're it sharing yourself. It like one of those big, jerky New York Times... Trend pieces that that's what Mullenweg seemed to think. He I says uh, they've done a couple. That every they did one about how Silicon Valley valuations were up recently. They, do, they sort of pull out the same story every two years, and I don't know. It just seemed like I think the, a trend piece. Yeah, I think that was uh, you know that though. I would say the headline was more sensationalist than the story. It actually, itself. body. That's what Matt Mullenweg said. He said um, the title was written by the editor, not the author. I'm sure because as soon as the article gets past two token teenagers who tumble. And uh, Facebook instead of blogging. Well, Tumblr is kind of a blog. I don't. Why? Why define it? I think Mom's completely right. Yeah, it's not the. It's not the. It's not the medium. It's the message. I think you're so so absolutely right on that one. But 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 is a four square check in as good as a blog post? Yeah, why not? I mean, like if you would just write before I went to this diner last night, is that any different than just having uh, it autom- automated? Good point. And let me say, I tweeted about Halley's Diner nearby here, Leo, and it was excellent. <laughs> here in Petaluma. Here in Petaluma, the lovely Corn Hallie's Diner. Fantastic. Or oh, yeah. you could have gone home, taken a picture, put it on your blog, and said, This is an awesome. Yeah, blog. a lot easier, actually, to it's tweet. It's the same thing. It's yep. exactly the same thing. Yep. Didn't do a picture. I ate it too fast. I used to. I used to do this on a website. I used to do this with tables and things before they had blogs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, like, when they were blogging, I'm like, this is so much easier. But I was thinking it was the same thing. It was just a web page. Bracket that was easier TD, to work bracket with. TR, Hallie's yep. Breakfast slash wow. TR. Yeah, yeah that's really? lots oh, wow, of fun. Was, I'm so glad that's not the way it is now. Oh, I did it, too. I'm, I'm right there with you. Uh, the medium is not the message. But best what, mohawk, the by is, the way, best say, mohawk oh, for the dog. Yes, for the dog, absolutely. And uh, anyway, people have asked what kind of dog this is. Again, it's a rescue dog, but they think it's a corgi terrier mix. I don't there's know. definitely terrier in there. I don't know. But he, when you hold him, he feels like a corgi. Yeah, he does. Um, does this interest you more, Ohm? Oh, the dog. What Ohm was saying about the, the thing is, I mean, I think the big trend is everybody's communicating online and not in print newspapers. So I think that's really the big trend. You know, I, I'd love I, to see that I, story. I got America. my Sunday Times this morning, yeah. and two of the columnists in the Sunday Times were saying goodbye. The ethicist said it's our, my last. The William Sapphire on language column, yeah. gone. Mm-hmm. The New York Times is getting rid of most of its magazine columnists. I mean, right. this it's a thin mag. I do, 
I'm just I got, people are moving I got four calls this week from main, friends in mainstream media yep. looking to somehow associate with me because they're freaked out. Well, they should be. It That's, is not I going left well. Four years ago. Four years ago. Yeah, you left the journal to do all things. Deep. I did. I did. I made. I did a column saying I will never write for print again unless they pay me a gigantic sum of money. So that's interesting. See, I think a lot of people think all things D is the journal. No, it's not. Not at all. In is fact, it owned by Murdoch? It is owned by Dow Jones, which is owned by News Corp, which is owned by Murdoch. So it's distantly. Um, it's you know yeah it's not yes yes absolutely but it's definitely but not. it's the web it's the web and it's not we don't we compete with the Wall Street Journal right I, I keep telling I mean and by the way you beat it almost every time sometimes yeah no I love it our, our reporters are excellent. Uh, I read it probably three to one over the journal, and I have a. I'm a journal subscriber. I get the tech nut. So, well, I get the paper. It's sitting here on the table. Would you? I wish you would. All things C. Yeah, we could do any letter. We could do 26 websites. (laughs) All things A. All things B. All things C. I like it. P would be porn, obviously. You would be uh, umbrellas. You could be an umbrella. Ohm's going to run the porn site. It's going to be great. He could run all things. Look at this man. Look at this man. Now I got him interested. Clearly, <laughs> clearly the right man for the job. No? Oh, no. How about all things mohawk? That's an excellent idea. <laughs> this dog has a mohawk. It was so freaky. And right now the chat room is registering all these URLs. They are. Right They're getting them all. They're getting yep, them squatters. all. Squatters. Squatters. Uh-huh. Well, anyway, I, yeah, clearly the web and the internet and, uh, and all of this is, uh, is the next generation of uh, media. And, uh, the, I, it's the evolution of the media. You know, I think people... People assume that like things will never change. I think that's so. Why is it so hard for people to come to terms with that? That things always change. Like whether it's the media or it's the society itself. And I think that's exactly what's happening right now. And you know that's why people say, "Oh, blogging is 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 you know uh, coming at an expense of something else." And you say, "No, it's not. It just." Everything is evolving. Things change. That's what technology is all about. Humans are, and I think this actually is a Ray Kurzweil point, uh, humans are singularly unable to see change. You know, we we are kind of narrow and, and we're very linear. And what we really don't see is exponential change, the kind of change we are in right now. We're uh, totally unable you know, to see it. I have to say, Ohm was the first person to really, in the mainstream media, Ohm worked for Fortune magazine, and he was the first person to really see it years before we started anything. In doing it, I'd be curious what tipped him off. So. How'd you know, Ohm? Well, you know what tipped me off is when we, I was doing Giga Ohm, I was getting more reader interaction from the blog than I was from my magazine. Me too. Which was That's so funny. Yep. 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 And it was, and I sold my book initially when I wrote it in, back in the day, in t- pretty much entirely through the blog. Everything was, it was, you know, people wanted to do wanted the interaction. And I think I realized that. I said, wow, this is huge. I mean, it makes no sense to have a big corporate infrastructure to do basically the main main task of a media organization is to present information to its ultimate customers who are the readers. And if you don't do that, you don't have a business. And I think most of the big companies still don't quite understand that that's the problem they, they have, is that they're not serving the needs of their customers, right? So they're not doing the job they're supposed to do. It just bring great journalism. Why is it that Kara can do it or I can do it with a little tiny staff and the other guys can't do it with such massive 
infrastructure. It's because they're focusing on the wrong thing. I think, you know, our business, when I, was start, when I started out doing it, it was a very clear realization. I'm in the business of making my customers happy. My customers are readers. If they're happy, everything else will follow. That was it. That was such a simple. You know, it wasn't simple, though, because you were very prescient. I have to say what Owen was doing was, a, was the um, inspiration for us, for sure. Really? We, absolutely. That's, no yeah, one of the things that Ohm said that, you know, the giant infrastructure, they have this giant infrastructure, so they can't actually do it. And that I actually find to be a hindrance for a lot of companies. They go, OK, we want to go and be nimble. But the thing is, they don't want to get they don't want to continue. Actually, they want to continue doing the things the way they used to, which means layer after layer after layer. But if you're working with a small staff, you can communicate so much faster and get things done so much faster and change really easy. But once you start adding layers of infrastructure, you start running into problems, I think. We don't, we don't have an, uh, the, the worldwide headquarters of all things D is in my backyard. Yeah. Well, and I, you know, I'm a little sympathetic as a, a, a business owner. When you design a business, you design it around a business plan. And the business plan includes how you're going to make money. And a newspaper was designed, let's say, around the business plan of display ads making money. And when things change, it's not quite so easy to change a business on a dime and to change your business model and change your revenue model, particularly since anything you do on the web these days cannibalizes your existing business model. Very well, hard for a company to do that. No, no, no. I think, Leo, I think this is where I would disagree with you, you know, probably for the first time. I think media companies are in the, in the business of information. You know, they define themselves through the medium, right? They do not realize that they are all about selling information, whether it is sold as a newspaper or as an online service or as a TV show or as a podcast or whatever it might be. See, this is why you see a company like Bloomberg thrive in this down market is because they're in the business of information, right? right. right? What you are doing is actually you're selling information and the focus on people who matter the most in your business who are your readers or viewers right no you i agree with you it's the same thing they said about the the railroads that they didn't understand they thought they were in the railroad business they didn't understand what they were in the transportation business and so they lost the trucking industry but the problem is on um, what the point i'm making is you might even know that but if your business model is based around something obsolete, it is non-trivial to change it. I mean, That's all I'm it, saying. It is non-trivial. One of the things that I think is important, and we're making the bet on, I know Ohm does, is on quality, and so do you. Oh, absolutely. You have to. That's the internet um, era because junk noise. will out. Eventually. That's why I don't worry about demand time. media. Well, no, it will. And people want quality. They'll um, see it so immediately. So we'll see how that goes. I mean, it'll be. it's definitely transitional, and it's, it's still experimental. I mean... Uh, we make most of our money on the conferences, obviously. Yeah, but still, yeah. it's still the right direction. We're I don't think we disagree, Om. I think we agree 100%. you got to wow. understand what business you're in. Well, thank God. I was going to feel bad about <laughs> <laughs> disagreeing with you. No, so. I agree with you. I think that the, you, know, the, you have to understand your business. Most people don't do such a good job of knowing what they do. I think that is the problem is that we basically define – I wrote a piece about this recently uh, – uh, on the site, we called changes is good, but it's also really, really hot. And I yes. shared my story. I've been trying to give up. I've been smoke free for three years now, and not a single day goes by when I don't need to fight that urge. Right. You know, change is so much harder on an individual basis. It's, it's much tougher for companies because they are also predisposed to do certain things. 
right. in a certain way. They have so, an investment in it. So that is the key thing. I mean, this is one of the main reasons why media companies find themselves in this trouble is because they have these behaviors which they don't want to get rid of, right? They don't want to kind of say, okay, we are going to stop doing this, right? right. Like, they, I think for it's been pretty clear that the internet was going to be a destructive force for the newspaper business for about 12 years now. Pretty clear. They still haven't done anything right. about it, right? I think that's because their refusal to embrace any kind of change. And, you know, and this is why you see newer entities come up, right? That is why opportunity arises for all things D or me or anybody else, right? Like, it's because... They're willing to make a bet on on the chain. Like and the chain. unlike established businesses, you don't have a business to cannibalize. You don't have infrastructure well, we that do. you have to reinvent. We, do. we have a business to cannibalize. You do? Well, the journal. We're owned. We're 100% owned by the by, Which, by Dow Jones. Which makes All Things D kind of an interesting We're play. We're a weird little, we call it. Because you look at the Daily, for instance, which is clearly yeah. an attempt to preserve that model. Whatever. I'm not sure what they're doing there. Uh, well, it's an attempt uh, to preserve a subscription yeah. model yeah. without... We Print. call ourselves the crazy cousins, and yeah. I think they think of us as the crazy cousins. Well, and they're, to their credit, that they, they let you, to, let you know you what do I mean? That. But what I really want to do is direct, obviously. <laughs> hey, so if what, Justin what Bieber old? can get a haircut, you can just, change your business. Bieber. I'm not insulting them. I'm, I'm a saying, believer. I'm, a, I'm saying, you know the expression? there's a guy who said to himself, the bowl cut's not working. I'm going different. Well, he's not quite that different. I'm a believer. You're saying. a believer? Yeah. I'm also a fan of but that's not a Barry Manilow oh, fan. Oh, don't even start. Don't insult the man. He's a genius. Thank you. <laughs> I like Elvis, I have no too, opinion but... on those two. Are you kidding? Manilow, you know every word to Copacabana. I know you I do. said I, I have no opinion <laughs> on those two. I don't say I don't know who they are. <laughs> I don't know I what think... to say now. <laughs> I really don't. I think we better wrap this up. I don't think okay. we can go anywhere from that. I wonder you... if Bieber's going to the Oscars. Probably. Oh, Sure. Here's a movie I want to see. He's dating Selena Gomez, supposedly, or fake. fake I want to see Barry Manilow and Justin Bieber in a duet. That would be tremendous. I will buy that song. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's the market research. Oh, Malik will buy that, that song. On that note, I'd like to thank you all for joining us. We have an Oscar to go to. Uh, Kara Switchers, thank you so much for actually being in studio and bringing I'm uh, thrilled. I'm going to move Phineas. to Petaluma now. I'm yeah, excited. good. Now that you know where there's a good breakfast, you get some exactly. cornmeal pancakes. You're ready. We're set. Our studio will be right across the street from there. I so love it'll be the Petaluma. Loving me some Petaluma. Kara's at allthingsd.com. Too late to go to the conference, but we'll look forward to seeing the live stream. I think that's great. I look forward to it. not live stream. Oh, not live? No. Sorry. Why Something. There'll be three speakers Go live. live. Not, it's a long and involved in dull discussion with you, but three of them will be live. Okay. Okay. Also, uh, thanks so much to Ayaz Akhtar for joining us from this old nerd. Yeah, so you guys should watch. If you're trying to have a tech-forward life or house or just carrying tech on you, you should watch this old nerd. We just showed people how to build a PC last week with the folks from hothardware.com. So cool. thanks for having me on, guys. We're going to have you back. In fact, uh, you see Ayaz a lot on uh, TNT. <laughs> going forward also om malik always a pleasure to have you on om you're always fun and you could disagree with me all you like because if you say it i believe it no i don't want to disagree with you Leo. <laughs> that's like disagreeing with yoda <laughs> I wait i want the, i want your oscar picks though you didn't <laughs> 
want uh, I want Leo's Oscar. Pick. I have my ballot here somewhere. I think uh, I think a sweep movie? for the oh, Social movie. Network, uh, not the Social Network for uh, the King's Speech. King's sweep speech? for the King's Speech. Me too. I'm, I'm sweep for you. the King's Speech. Indeed, that's my prediction. Indeed. Director, um, movie. Since you didn't see any of the movies, what was your pick? I'll go with half your picks and half of Leo's. <laughs> Actually, I do want Angelina Jolie to win. She's not nominated. <laughs> that's why I said I, don't, I want her to win. She should just get up and steal the Oscar. Yeah, that's it. Ladies, I'm in. ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for being here, and uh, we will see you next time. Next time, back at our regular time, 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, if you want to watch live at live.twit.tv every Sunday. Uh, and uh, don't forget, we're going to South by Southwest live coverage uh, March 12th and 13th. We'll be broadcasting live from Momo's I'll on Sunday. Will you come by? I shall. 1 to 5. We'll be doing Twit at 5 p.m. at Momo's in Austin. I'm flying out of Austin that time. We'll come by a little I'll earlier. The radio I show will. will be there, TNT. I shall be uh, there. I are you going down to uh, South by in Austin? I don't think come I can on. this year. I'm sending uh, you a ticket. I'm sending you a ticket, dude. Don't say no. A, we're having a journal. If, if you send a ticket, I will. I will send you a ticket. You're coming. We're having a party at Momo's, right. too. Are you having a party at Momo's, too? Well, I'll send you an invite. Are you really? Yes. The journalists. And Great I'm, minds and think alike. And their guest. You're kidding. Yours must be Saturday. Friday. Friday. Mm-hmm. We're there uh, Sunday. Awesome. And we're having a meetup at 7 p.m. So if you're in Austin for South by, please come by Momo's on Sunday and uh, and go to the Wall Street Journal party on Friday. Can we cover that party with our live cameras? Can we come in and say hi? Uh, to mine? Yes. Yeah. Oh, uh, let me find out. I was. I'm sorry. I was, I was completely watching my Twitter screen. Huh? Uh, um, uh, yes. Sure. Thank you. That's sure, the right Rupert's answer. Rupert's paying just free say, drinks on Rupert Murdoch. Just say yes. And if it doesn't happen, free it's no, drinks nobody on Rupert will Murdoch. remember. I feel free yeah. to yeah. give away yeah. his money. That's what Steve does to me. Steve Jobs always says, oh, yeah, come on, Leo. And then it never happens. Oh, I see. Yeah. Another twit. We'll see you next time. Yoda really is in the can. Bye-bye. I wish I had that editor's cut here, please, for real life. All right. Okay. Doing the twit. All right. Doing the twit. Oops. Doing the twit. There. (laughs) There's nothing better than a dog in a funny hat. Oh, Uh, not liking it, though. It's a nice fizz. Or as fizzes go. Oh, oh, yeah, we only have the best. That's a fancy fizz. Oh, we have very fancy fizz. But wait a minute, it's, it's not as fancy as this fizz. This fizz is nice. This is the chief twit fizz. Oh. That's regulation size. I think you should... <laughs> that is... Just a skosh bigger. I have, I'm having these recollections of Fred Flintstone and the... It is. Oh, my God. And the moose. <laughs> the moose lodge or whatever. <laughs> Hey, Leo, I want one of those. Yeah, I'll get you one of those. Absolutely. 